0: Thanks for joining the Vet Podcast. I'm Dr. Ashley Bourgeois, a board-certified veterinary dermatologist, also a mom of two trying to find the balance just like everyone else. Let's learn to ditch the itch, cytology, everything, and make Derm more fun than frustrating. What's up, you guys? Thanks for joining me again for an episode of the Derm Vet podcast. Today, I wanted to do something a bit different. Actually, it's always been on my radar to have some episodes of the podcast that move away a bit from dermatology and really just focus on Living life, especially for me as a vet mom, it's an important part of my life. It's something that I think is really important in the veterinary community just to be transparent and be able to relate to each other and just have that sense of belonging that we're not alone because we definitely know life as a vet mom can be quite crazy you know, it's a full disclaimer. I am no expert at this. This is just based on my experience to let you guys know a little bit about me. So I currently have a two and a half year old girl named Mackenzie and then a nine month old boy named Carson. So my kids are just under two years apart. So I'm kind of in that crazy stage right now. Um, you know, the baby, he is pulling himself up on things. He's crawling everywhere. He's learning to go upstairs, not quite walking yet, which I am totally fine with him taking his time. But my girl, she is definitely my girl. She is independent. She is sassy. She is a ton of fun. Um, but she is a challenge as you know, kids are any kid is even good kids. And she is a good kid, but We're definitely learning that she has an opinion and she is not afraid to let us know about it. So I wanted to start out just kind of explaining, you know, a typical day for me. So I'm all about transparency. And again, I'm not necessarily an expert, just showing my, sharing my experiences through this. So I work in my clinic job Monday through Thursday and I have Fridays off. I work at a satellite that I have to drive about 35 to 40 minutes to, depending on traffic on Mondays, I work at a specialty hospital. And then the other days I actually have a fairly short commute, but I work early days. So a typical day for me is my husband and I get up around 445. We get up that early because we get up and we work out together in our garage. We work out at home we personally do beach body programs. And that's just our time to do something for us together before the craziness starts. And that's been something that's taken time to get used to. I used to just get up by myself. My husband has, um, since we've had our kids, transitioned to a morning person with me because it just allows us to get stuff done before life hits us. And so we get to do something together that's just the two of us that's healthy, that gives us that instant win for the day. And then it is pretty much go, go, go. So after we work out, we run up, we get ready for the day. I'm currently still um, nursing my baby. So either I'm pumping or nursing in that time frame, trying to get ready. We're trying to get the kids up and ready and coherent, especially because we do work earlier. Um, And then we're usually out the door by 7 and like I said, depends on the day whether I travel or not. But the kids get dropped off at daycare, and that's me. I drop them off. And then we work, 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 see cases, love my job, get the interaction. Sometimes work can feel like a break. Just depends on the day, and the clients, and the patients, and everything else, just like all of you guys deal with too. And then when I get home, um, we get stuff ready. We have dinner, bedtime. And then, honestly, as soon as bedtime, their kids are in bed, we pretty much prep for the next day and go to bed and repeat. So it definitely can seem a little bit like a machine some days, but we've kind of found a schedule that works for us. A big thing that helps us with our busy lives, and for me as a vet mom, is prepping. Like As much as I can prep, I really try to get done ahead of time, so for me, I've try to prep meals in advance. Now, I am not a cook. If you ask any of my coworkers, we always joke about how I am definitely not a domestic woman <laughs> um, but prepping as much as we can in advance, we keep things easy, so we prep you know vegetables. We often cut up a bunch of veggies, so cucumbers and bell peppers to have just so we can grab them when we are short on time to stay healthy. Honestly, there's some nights where we come home and it's like literally chopped veggies and maybe like a chicken breast. Like it can be that easy and it might be boring, but we're just not at the point of our lives where we're going to spend two hours making gourmet meals. We have to keep it easy. We prep by laying the kids' clothes out the night before. We lay out our workout clothes out the night before. So we really save that time and don't have to think about it. For uh, the baby, all the bottles are packed the night before. The toddler's lunches are packed the night before so that we can just grab them out of the fridge and put them in the car. So we really try to do as much ahead of time. It's no secret. People talk about, you know, failure to prep is not something that we want. So we definitely want to prep as much as we can just so we can stay ahead of it because you never know what the next day can bring. There's days where I'm getting ready and all of a sudden we're short on time, the baby has a blowout. (laughs) Something where I'm just not expecting it. If we have as much prepped as we can, then we'll be – so definitely prepping as much as we can will be helpful – As we're going about our crazy mornings, especially because we do go early. So a couple tips that I wanted to give kind of on the motivational standpoint of, you know, how I get by and what I've learned in the two and a half years or almost three years of being a vet mom. For me, when people use the term work-life balance, I'm not against the term. I know some people are, but I do think we have to be careful I I prefer the term work life integration better because work is a substantial part of our life. It's a substantial part of our day, it's a substantial part of our years on this planet. And so to think that we have to balance those is a difficult one because ultimately we really want to integrate those. Like we I I struggle to think about compartmentalizing my life and only being happy when I'm at home when I spend so much time at work. So, I don't want it to be a big down part of my day because, in the end, I'm not going to be happy with my life. So, how can we integrate the two together so that we're happy? And the way I also think about it is when I talk about work, if we're at the dinner table and my kids are pretty young at this point, but as we grow up, we in- inevitably, my husband and I, end up to some degree talking about work. How do my kids perceive work? Am I always mad that I had to go to work? Am I upset because I spent a long day there? Would they want to be a veterinarian based on the way that I describe work? Because if not, then I probably should make a shift and look into either a different career or a different clinic, because that is something that I want to serve as a role model to my children that you really truly should love your job. And I do love my job. That does not mean there's not days that are hard there are definitely clients and, and angry pets and dog bites and there's definitely bad days. But overall, I want them to want to be a vet because I do love my job. I'm passionate about when I come home and talk about my day and the cool business aspects and the cool cases I saw and the rechecks I saw where they're doing really well. So I I aim for that work life integration where if I really love my job, yes, I love being at home, I love when I get that time to spend with my children, but I'm not upset about going to work. I enjoy going to work. In fact, we just came off a holiday break where we had a week at home during Christmas. And it was fun. I loved it. But by the end, my husband and I were both itching to kind of get back to it because routine and being in our careers are something that truly make us really happy and having that aspect integrated into our lives. So our children see that has been really important to me. If you aren't feeling like you have that balance, what could you do to make it better? So an example for me was I was starting to really struggle Coming home, even as a dermatologist where we don't necessarily have emergencies or have to stay like you know three or four hours past our shift, but even just not getting off until like 5:30 and having to be at daycare by six and then all of a sudden by the time I got home and tried to make some sort of you know easy dinner and at least see my kids a little bit, it was bedtime and I was struggling to get stuff done and really really felt overwhelmed. So as an early morning person, I talked to my clinic and the CEO of our company, because I'm a part of a group um, that owns many clinics and said, I would really love to do earlier shifts. Like for me, if I could get to work earlier, cause I'm up anyway and s- provide that for clients where maybe if clients work a nine to five job, it's really difficult for them to get in to see us but then I could be done a little earlier. So I have a little bit of time to come home to actually get some stuff done because I live pretty close to our daycare. So it was easy for me to stop in at home before picking up the kids as long as I had an hour or two. And our CEO loved the idea because he loves the option to provide clients abnormal hours. So something that I would th- had been thinking about and really hoping to do and thought it would improve my quality of life but just wasn't asking to do it at that point was totally something that everyone was on board with. And it has been, I've been doing it for a month now and it has just been a game changer for me to be able to have that time to come home, get a couple things done before I get the kids gives me that sense of peace. And I'm more patient with them when they get home and I really get to enjoy being with them because I've already gotten some of those little things done like empty the dishwasher like stupid things that have to get done it's just part of adulting but aren't fun and and it's hard to get all that stuff done when you also want to spend quality time with your children so what would that be for you Maybe it is changing your hours. Maybe you just absolutely love dentistry and the days that you have a couple dentals in, you're so much happier. Like, could you talk to your boss about maybe having one day a week just dedicated to doing dentals? Or if you love doing surgery and the other person at your clinic that you work with doesn't like doing surgery, like can you have a conversation and figure out a way that both of you would be happy Maybe you want a longer lunch break. Some people I know they like having a longer lunch break because they can get in a quick run or they can do, you know, a quick errand if they have a two hour lunch break and it doesn't bother them to stay at work a little bit later. Like get creative and thinking what would make your quality of life better. If you love your job but something's just not jiving, then be innovative. Like think of something that maybe could change your quality of life and maybe actually enhance the clinic. And the other uh, dermatologist I worked for, she prefers not doing anything earlier. So it really worked out best for both of us in changing our schedules. And it ended up being something that really enhanced the clinic. Our staff loves it because some of them get the opportunity to get off earlier since they can go into work earlier. So just don't assume that it can't happen if you don't ask for it. Nothing can change if you don't ask for it to change. And if it's true that nothing will change, even if you ask for it and you feel stuck, then that might be a time where you have to really consider changing jobs. But just be creative about what can make you happy. Another tip I have, and this is one that I have definitely had to learn um, (laughs) through mistakes and experience, is quit feeling like things have to look easy. Guess what? It is not easy being a mom. It's not easy being a working mom. It's not easy being a vet mom. It's not. Something sometimes has to give. Like for me, I we ended up hiring someone to help deep clean our house just once a month because it had to give. I was drowning in the thought of having to scrub toilets and having to, you know, do our floors and And all that kind of stuff, like it's enough for me to even have to keep up with laundry and dishes and keeping our kids alive and all of us fed, even if it isn't some gourmet meal, like something had to give, especially as I started lecturing more, um, started this podcast, like something had to give or or I was not going to be in a good space mentally. So for us, just having someone to do the deep cleaning once a month was something that really helped me be able to get some clarity as far as working on other things, but still getting to spend time with my kids. And what I mean by don't make it look easy is I have this story that happened to me recently. So my grandparents were visiting And they don't live uh, near us. They live back in the Midwest and they had never seen our house here in Oregon. And so my grandparents came with my parents and walked into the house and it just happened to be a day that our house cleaner had came. So that worked out really well in my favor. But as my grandma walked in, I had just finished a day of work. I got there like 10 minutes before them. She walked in, saw me in my work clothes, saw that I had the, you know, was getting everything organized from picking my kids up from daycare. And she said, wow, I can't believe that you work and have two little ones and your house is still spotless. It's still so clean. I said, grandma, I thank you. But I, our house cleaner happened to come today. And my grandma said, oh honey, you shouldn't tell anybody that but I'm not trying to fool anybody. Like we don't have to be super women and do everything. Like it just depends on what in your life could give to make it a little bit easier and what it's worth to you. So, and so I told her, I said, well, I don't need to fool anybody. Like I, I already feel like I do a pretty good job juggling a lot of things. I'm not here to pretend to do it all and be perfect when it's not something that I did. So whatever that looks like for you, whatever has to give, whether you need to hire a babysitter like, you know, an hour or two a week, or if you're like me and getting someone to just clean your house once a month, just do the deep cleaning that you never really have time to do. And you barely have time to keep up with the daily activities, but don't feel like you have to put on this facade of perfection because that's just not realistic. And it, that ends up really hurting us as moms because then we feel like we have to live up to the expectation that's unrealistic. Another trick I have as far as the days where you just really can't get out of your own head. So something that I've started doing, I tend to be one that jumps around a lot in my head. Like I can overthink things. I will feel like I have a to-do list 20 items long and then I end up not getting it done because I get lost in the thought process is I've started brain dumping. So just literally taking a notepad and for five or 10 minutes, I just brain dump. I just write everything I've been thinking about that day um, or the night before. So what things do I need to get done around the house? What what things do I need to get done for work? For me, like what things do I need to get done for writing a lecture or answering an email? Like what things need to get done that you keep saying you're going to do, but then you get lost and then you actually end up getting nothing done because all you end up doing is thinking about you have so much to get done, but yet... You don't get anything done because you keep thinking about how you have so much to get done. So you don't have to have it organized. It doesn't have to be in categories, like just brain dump, like the things that flow through your head all day, like just let it flow onto a piece of paper. Once you allow yourself to do that brain dump, then you can come back and organize it. So then organize it either into categories or doable chunks, like things that you could actually get done in a certain amount of time so that you don't feel overwhelmed by it. A tip I do is I try to put a few quick things towards the beginning of the list so that I have that, that feeling or that adrenaline of checking off a task. So that could be something as easy as, I made the bed, like just having that little line go across a task I completed makes me feel so good. Like maybe I at least started the laundry. I answered, you know, this one important email that I know I've needed to do like something doable so that I get that feeling of satisfaction. And then some of that stress of I have so much to do and nothing's getting done is resolved because I'm actually starting to get things done. Even if it's something that only took me five minutes to do. This one is one that has been really hard for me. And I definitely would say, especially after having my second baby this past year, I've had to get m- much more practice at doing. And that is learning how to say no. We have to sometimes back away and say no. And that could be a no to an invitation, that could be a no to. A volunteer obligation that you just feel like everyone's guilting you into that could be saying no to something that would be really fun, but maybe it just doesn't really fit into your schedule to serve your family. For me, this has been a hard one because as I've been building my career, especially as a speaker and as a dermatologist, I have wanted to say yes to everything. So every speaking opportunity, every, you know, meeting, every career, um, opportunity. I've just wanted to say yes to, cause that's, that's who I am. Like I'm a person that wants to stay busy. I'm a person who wants to kind of do everything, but sometimes that doesn't work when you're a working mom. Sometimes you have to say no, because it's actually not that fun to say yes to something. It's something you don't want to do. And it ends up destroying you in that moment. That you said yes to something because you felt like you had to but then that meant you had to say no to something you really wanted to do like a school play or maybe that was the one Saturday that you planned on going to the children's museum with your with your toddler but because that was the day that you had free quote-unquote you said yes to an opportunity you really don't want to do so for me with traveling and with you know, being asked to do certain things, I have had to really sit down and not just say yes to everything, but sit down with my husband. We sit there and look at the pros and cons so that I can still feel fulfilled and say yes to things I really want to do that make sense for us financially and emotionally. Um, but don't take a big toll on my family because, Now I have three other people and my dog, (laughs) four other living beings to think about when I say yes to some of these opportunities, whether they're local or they're, they're with travel. So we do have to learn to say no and really set boundaries. I've become huge on setting boundaries, um, especially in the last year because I do think it's important and I'm realizing, I think as I get older and more mature, I hope though I don't often don't feel like I'm that mature. But I'm learning that it's it's okay to go for quality and things and not quantity. It's okay to sometimes, you know, pull back and really evaluate where I would be what would serve me best. Whether that's having a day with my kids that I'm gonna preserve and nothing else is gonna happen that day, whether it's a day where I am gonna take a three-day, you know, work trip. To go to a really great opportunity because I know it will serve my career. But really, just looking at each opportunity. And each thing asked of me in a way that it's okay if I say no. And I don't feel like I just have to say yes for the sake of saying yes, because I definitely am a person that can get into that yes trap of not wanting to disappoint anybody, really thinking I have to do it all or I won't advance the way I want. But I don't want to look back and be so focused on saying yes to everything that it was ever actually never a yes to my family because I kept saying yes to everybody else. So, learn how to say no and to, and to set those boundaries as working moms, as vet moms, we need to have some space in your life. My last tip, and this is another big one that I've had to learn and has become really important to me recently is there are times where you will have to disconnect. And what I mean by disconnect is to actually put the phone away, like out of sight, out of mind, or like what I've been doing recently is I put it in airplane mode because what's become big for me is taking walks with my dog or, you know, by myself and listening to things like motivational or personal development podcasts or audiobooks. But I actually put my phone in airplane mode because if I hear a text come through or a notification, I can get really trapped in wanting to check everything. Like I'm definitely a person that if I see there's a new email, if I see there's a new notification, like I want to check it. I want to, you know, I feel like someone needs me, and the reality is, no one needs me that fast. <laughs> it's okay to take a step back and and really disconnect, even if that's just fifteen minutes, just to disconnect. And that's especially become really important for me with my kids. Um, we're in a, a world where technology. Is everywhere and it's a great thing. I mean, I'm building a lot of stuff on technology, but it's scary how much my two year old can already maneuver my phone and get onto YouTube Kids and take pictures, and she's two. So that's crazy. So I don't want her to always be seeing mommy on the phone. So whether it's with my kids and I need to intentionally say, my phone is currently on airplane mode or silenced or in the other room, or for me, taking that break to get a workout in or Take a walk, but literally not have any notifications able to come through on my phone so I can recharge in that short amount of time because we there's a lot asked from us, from kids, from spouses, from significant others, from coworkers, from ourselves. Like we put a lot of pressure on ourselves as vet moms. So sometimes just being able to have that time to let the batteries recharge or fill that cup so that we can come back and have a longer fuse so we can come back and not feel lost in the chaotic world has become something very important to me. And so, like I said, podcasts, but putting it on airplane mode or literally just putting your phone away and schedule it in. Like, just say when I get home, like from five to 6 PM or whatever it is, like no phone, like just spend time with his family, like no looking things up, no Googling, no, you know, checking Facebook, like give yourself that time. Social media and all that stuff will wait. And that's, that's me saying that as a person who's building something on social media, but it can't control your life. Like it will wait. You can give yourself that little bit of time if you want to aimlessly scroll or check in with people, but definitely intentionally giving yourself that time will be important an intention is my word of 2020, like just actually being intentional. I'm not going to be perfect. I'm going to have times where I slip up on that, but I'm really striving to try to be intentional, whether that's intentional time with my children or that's intentional time working on a lecture, but really trying to be intentional with my, my, what I say yes to being intentional to what I spend my time on being intentional to being present with my family. And I think that's a really amazing thing to strive for. So I hope that was helpful for all of you bet -bet moms out there. Like I said, my life is messy. I am far from perfect. I almost never get my to-do list done, but these are just things that as I try to gain more experience and, you know, learn from every day that I have found helpful as I kind of figure out what type of mom and how I want to navigate this, this beautiful life. So until next time, I know this is a bit different and it's the one podcast I actually didn't mention cytology in yet, but here it is. (laughs) Until next time, I hope that you can give yourself some grace and remember that we are a, part of an amazing community of vet moms. And if there's any way that I can better serve you guys in giving either more tips or having certain vet moms on the podcast so that we can be transparent and learn from each other, then please let me know either on Instagram or Facebook. Have a wonderful, wonderful day, you guys.